I just I learned this um, a few minutes ago when I was making a um, snow informer joke. Do you remember the song? Oh, informer. boom down. Yeah. Did you know that? Take the body. He's Canadian. Do you know anything? Yeah. Did you know anything about snow? He's from Toronto. Yeah, the fact that he's Canadian and the fact that he had yeah. to escape and go into hiding because he was wanted for like they had like a warrant out for his address or something like that. Well, might have guys, fled the oh, country. I didn't, know, I didn't know anything about it. I just assumed that he was a Jamaican dude, but he's like oh, a no. very white. He's a Canadian very white dude, dude from Toronto. Yeah. He's okay. All right. You guys knew this. Did right. you know about the remix? <laughs> no. Oh, that there's he a made remix with uh, who is it? Is it Jay Valvin or one of the new reggaeton type of guys? Where they actually just Coco and Kama and they actually have them feature in the song. It's a snow remix, yeah. He's making a comeback. What, it was a Cisco remix? No, 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 no. Oh. Wait, Master P lives here now, you know that? So the Cisco. Yeah. Both What's Cisco going on? And, both Cisco and Master P live in the Twin Cities. No limit. Soldiers. Make him say it. Master P, Cisco. <laughs> this should just be the podcast right here. Hello and welcome to the 551 Podcast. My name is Wes Berdine. Uh I've got uh, Rodrigo Sanchez Cheveria. How are you, man? It's been a whole like month since we've done it, this I've, podcast. No, I've gone through 551 Pod with all to the fact that I was submitting questions myself. Pod. And no one was there. I, I, no one was answering. <laughs> I, I also thought about creating uh, a burner account just so I yeah. can submit 551 Pod questions, but it's good to be back. Uh, you, you started a new podcast called the, uh, the, the 56 Podcast. Just we're upping the temperature. Um, uh, Mark Fangmeyer, you're joining us as well. Hello. Um, uh, uh, more than just a just a uh, uh, featured in uh, cup games. Now, now you're getting in the regular season. Um, it's crazy. Uh, the watcher it's, of the watches. It, it's uh, good to have you you both back. Um, thanks everyone for coming back. I assume that you're if you're listening, you did return. You didn't delete this. Uh, you know, doing the off season interviews. I still have a couple more I want to do. I've got one scheduled for this week. Um, uh, but anyway, thanks for kind of indulging me. I had a really nice month of like Monday nights back. Uh, and tonight we're, we're actually recording on a Sunday because I'm going to go see the Cactus Blossoms at the Turf Club, which I'm very excited about. But um, anyway, we're back. Thanks, everyone. Uh, and thanks for not like bugging me, like being mad at me that I, I that we didn't record for a while. Unless you were. And then, sorry. Um so with, on this podcast, we still have literally nothing to talk about. So it's a three-minute podcast. Thanks for coming over to uh, to my house. What are you talking about? There are so many rumors. Yeah, there's so many watches. Are uh, you wearing the watch? Uh, no, for I forgot it again. Man. Well, man, what's you got one job. It needs a new battery. Yeah. So like, actually wearing it is kind of pointless because it doesn't actually tell you the time. Oh, all right. Well, it's, you know. Um, all right. So um, Wait, with the only time, it's Benedetti time. That's the only right. time we're gonna, we need to We're going to... Talk about. We should just briefly talk about Benedetti and uh, you know losing uh, in in the League MX final. Um, we're going to talk about. Um, we've got like watches and rumors and stuff like that. We're going to do our um, uh, 2020 predictions, and uh, and we're just generally going to fuck around. Right. So um, let let me start with this uh, with an announcement. February sixth 
It's a Thursday night, 7 p.m. It's the Deathloon Solstice. You know what I'm talking about. Actually, you probably don't because we've only ever done one. Is that the one, reveal a, party a of party. what the new saint will The be? new patron saint is yes. going to be un- unveiled. It's also going to be a live show with uh, Bruce McGuire, Jeff Reuter, and Carl Craig and me where we tell uh, the craziest NASL stories we can think of. And debate uh, the decades last, uh, the last decades best eleven, uh, and so wow, I'm pretty. Oh, you're gonna do it? No, no, I'm not gonna. You're not <laughs> do it. I'm not gonna do it. You're not gonna. You're gonna say say you're mad for not being invited. No, why would I say that? Because <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's like, what? I just come here every week and do your goddamn podcast, <laughs> no, I, and yeah. I don't even get no, invited to the party. I was like, I was like, I was like, wow, I no, don't that's, get to start in the cup finals. You're my Darwin. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just gonna say, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, that's 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 uh, huge. Well, I mean, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it all because. Um, it's really, you know, you don't get Carl Craig on a uh, on a, was, in a live I think I, stage. I saw him at the West St. Paul Dome once. Oh. But I was like, because Salvo runs our practice. Yeah, yeah. And my kid was at practice, and then I was like, is that, is that who I think it is? And I literally was going to take a picture and then send it to you. He should have just gone up and said, hi. And then if it wasn't him, I would have been like, no, thanks. You, it, know. you know if it's Carl Craig. I, I was pretty certain it was, but I just walked away and I just kept to myself. I saw him at right. Bad Weather once. He's a nice guy. I said hi. He yeah. said hi. Talked a little bit about soccer. It was great. Did you? I mean, yeah. If you did that and you got away without like having seven beers with him, then you're lucky. Yeah, I know. I was just like, hey, coach, coach Craig. He's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, all right, it's you. Let's yep. let's go at this. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. Perfect. That's that's, that's what he do. Um, so uh, anyway, that's happening. It is February sixth, seven p.m. Uh, we'll do it in the main room because I think it's going to be uh, busy for that. Because like we haven't, people haven't seen. They're like, we want to see some soccer. Uh, let's let's do something. Usually, I would do it more toward the actual solstice of the off season, but it takes a while to get a painter to paint a painting, and I don't plan ahead very much. Um, uh, updates because you guys obviously are all bated breath carrying uh, Whitehawk FC. Everyone's favorite eighth or ninth division. I forget which one they are in England. They are at 11 games unbeaten. They're third in the league. They're going up. Uh, Red Star Paris, second in the league. They're going up. FC St. Pauli, middle of the pack. They're not going up. But uh, they start up again on January 28th. We always have a watch party. Um, and sometimes I announce it on this podcast. We always have a watch party later in the day. Um, it's like four or five of us. Uh, every once in a while, the guy who runs all their merch in the twins in the in the US who lives in White Bear Lake comes and buys some beer. Um anyway, that's uh that's the 20th but um uh, FC St. Pauli St. Paul uh, on Twitter always kind of announces when we're going to do those. Um cool. Anything non-Minnesota you guys over the last month? I I want someone to tell me where we can watch women's EPL game. Oh. Sam Kerr um, there, there's highlights of Sam Kerr making amazing heel, the heel passes to goals, and I just don't know where to watch it. And as anyone know, Gold Talis by Nick Giselle like, is a big women's uh, game, and we can't seem to find, figure out if anyone's streaming or where they are for the women's EPL games because she wants to watch them. That's so if great. anyone knows any information, tweet it at us, whatever, hashtag whatever, just let me know because those are one of the things that I'm actually looking to see how Sam Kerr does at, 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 at 
in the league as well too. I'm uh, googling it, so you I, know. I have a couple websites that will definitely put a virus on your computer when you stream it, and you have to put down like eight different like pop up screens in order to get the video to play. But not ideal. But okay. It has every soccer game you could ever want in the world. Um, yeah, it looks like. Uh... I mean, we don't have to figure it out now. I mean, that's no. something people All right, can do. Sorry. Go ahead. Yep. Um, so then, uh, anything Stay else? Stay on task, West. League MX final. Benedetti uh, did come in. In a yeah, sub. like the twentieth minute or so, came in in the final and uh, looked good. Didn't win. Um, over the holidays, I was playing uh, some football manager uh-huh. as uh, as St. Pauli. Um, Nicholas Benedetti, according to, to the future, Nicholas Benedetti um, goes to Schalke. Seems like a good move. Yeah. So, I mean, if if not Minnesota, I thought I thought about you. Yeah. You know. Anyway, um, Thomas Chacon goes to Gank. What in the in the future? <laughs> so this is a, a truth telling device. It's the future. <laughs> so uh, the the other thing is, um, is it a hot tub? It's more of a Ouija board. Oh. Oh, it's yeah. It's a it's a Ouija board <laughs> shaped hot tub though. You move as you ask a question. Your body is moved around in the hot tub to different by different jets. It's uh, when the, the jets are. Yeah. Uh, we just wrote the next script. Yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, this weekend, so thank God, uh, Bundesliga is finally back because um, the days when I like uh, open up the bar and it's early and there's like either nobody there or there's like people watching a game I don't want to watch, then I just like I put like. Bayern or or someone on on the uh, or Leipzig. I really like watching Leipzig on the TV, and that like saved my life. But this weekend at the bar, Man City Palace at nine, uh, sat on Saturday. Newcastle Chelsea at eleven thirty. Leipzig versus Union Berlin at eleven thirty. Um, Sunday Hertha versus Bayern at eight thirty. Uh, Man U versus Liverpool at ten thirty. Uh, like well, put on all the games, but those are the most interesting ones I found. I mean. Man U Liverpool is probably the big game of the weekend, but I don't know. It just feels like inevitable. It's just I just have to. I the problem. Uh, are you depressed by the last uh, results? Oh, Tot- Tottenham yeah. didn't play this weekend. I know. It's weird. They haven't played in like five weeks. <laughs> oh, they don't show up. I don't know, know what's going on. Uh, I thought they looked schedule. good against Liverpool. Yeah. At least the second half, like they had some chances. Look, look Son, Son had that, chances to score. He just couldn't put anything away. I mean, that ball, I mean, I literally thought that was in the net. Yeah, the yeah. cross. That perfect that cross. cross. Yeah. See, I, I was thinking, oh. when I was watching the second half, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those matches where Liverpool outplays them, but they're going to sneak away with a point. I, I just, I, my th- problem is that Liverpool have been so lucky. They've been great, blah, blah, blah. They've also been so lucky this season that, like, there's some sort of, like, uh, um, deal with the devil that has occurred and that, that it involves, like, uh, um, it's some sort of, like, a seems like a Zella picture of Dorian Gray thing. Like, they have uh, whatever Klopp deal Klopp has made. There's, like, there's something rotting in Klopp's uh, attic and uh, I, I don't don't know what it is. It's cats. Cat. Oh, okay. The movie. Oh no! Uh, no, 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 no! Not, 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 not that awful. <laughs> All right. Um, let's uh, let's take a break because we're gonna start in on Minnesota United. <laughs> Minnesota United's off season so far. You guys ready for this? I'm ready. I'm gonna tell you a very short story. 
Um, in the week after the season ended, the Loons rearranged their technical staff to give Heath and Mark Watson more control over choosing players. Uh, Minnesota sends Darwin Quintero to Houston Dynamo for Marlon Hairston and get uh, and also six hundred thousand in Gamtam. Um, they picked up backup key- keeper uh, Greg Ranjit Singh on waiver drafts. They drafted right back Noah Billingsley. He can also play with his left foot. Uh, the team, I believe Mark Watson said he can also play as left back. He's very versatile, which, you know. He's a Kiwi. We've obviously, he's a, yeah, Kiwi. He's got three caps and he was rec- came recommended by Michael Boxall. Um, we've now reached the end of Minnesota United's offseason so far. Uh, did I miss anything? Um, oh, Adrian Heath was uh, given a raise, uh, right. an extension. No, well, extension. He got, wasn't he extended for. Um, at the end of the season, he was extended through 2020 plus a year option, and then, and then that's when the whole restructure happened, where they did like the whole he's like somehow the technical director answers to him now. Yeah, yeah. And then just like this week, he got promoted again after not doing anything. Yeah, because that's how jobs work. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I don't know. I was under the impression at the end of the season, all they did was pick up his option. Um, yeah, for I don't this know, year, they, think they, they sealed it, the and then like, well, now, they've, now they've given him two guaranteed years and with an option year. Um, that part, I mean, I guess I don't. I'm really trying to just be zen about Heath and not care anymore. Um, so now the two year plan, but uh, but it, it it like uh, it just seems weird. We're like, what what do you have to gain by locking him down now? Where like, look, are you wor- really worried? Like. Yeah, Someone, what, what some teams team are knocking at knock, your door? Yeah. They're like, "We want Adrian Heath." It I seems mean, like you've got all the, all the cards I there. Mean, I mean, you want you want uh, certainly want a manager with a longer term vision. I guess that's the, maybe that's the the reason. I mean, maybe Everton was knocking, and we just don't know. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm I'm it's my greatest uh, disappointment that we didn't get at least the Sun or some crappy newspaper to. To just pick it up, um, so uh, yeah, so and then you know we word comes out about um, Vito is basically not coming back. They offered him money. Uh, they have basically have offered to like make him the highest paid goalkeeper, um, and he wants crazy money. Plus, we'd have to pay a couple million to Reading to get him out of his six this last six months of his contract. Um, and he, you know, I guess they, I didn't hear anything about the second uh, uh, um, offer to him, uh, but it's not happening. Good, good uh, blessings to you, Vito, but like you don't, you don't pay a few million and then pay the most you've ever paid a player um, by far a keeper. Uh, of, to your keep to a keeper. No, like, I think he wanted DP money, right? He yeah, wanted more than DP. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just, I, the, just like, the transfer fee would have done that, but yeah. Like wanted one point five million something for a salary. Something yeah, like I that. think it was even higher, but yes, it was. It was like a lot, which um, is double what any keeper in MLS makes. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Tom, well, Tim, didn't didn't Tim Howard make like a million? Well, he's he, gone though. I think he made one point one or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he sold, I would say, probably a couple more kits than mm. uh, than Vito. Just a couple more. Yeah, yeah um, I think three. So, um, so then it comes out this week uh, um, that uh, Joe Hart is a, 
a target and that they have his discovery rights. That's what Jeff Reuter put out there. Um, uh, Joe Hart, currently 32-year-old, second string for a relegation team, Burnley. Um, He has not played even in the FA Cup or League Cup this year. Um, He's just sat on the bench. So he's the number two, but... uh, And apparently... uh, AC Milan is looking at him right now, but he is their number two as well. Like to be there, AC Milan is looking for him for a potential back, like a backup goalkeeper. Yeah, and um, maybe we're looking at him to back up Ranjit Singh. Could be. We should definitely yeah. pay him a million dollars to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Apparently, uh, AC Milan is looking for a backup goalkeeper because they just sold their backup goalkeeper to I forget where he went. And um, but even that he's like, there's some other goalkeeper that they want instead of him. So like he's like yeah. the number two as far as like their priorities. As well, far I as see Milan are a, a decent mid-table really club. Yeah. So being being linked to the same people, um, it is it's really baffling, right? I mean, I, you you wonder like what's going on on there. Like already, you've got a well-known player like. You know, lots of EPL fans, lots of soccer fans will know who he is, but um, uh, you'll have to overpay because of his name. Um, and he's not doing well right now, uh, and so it, it's he's not doing anything right now. I don't see how he's not basically just like oh, worse, yeah, a, a step down from Vito Manone, right? Like right, unless like somehow Adrian Heath went from like the striker whisper to the goalkeeper whisper and he's like I got this magic I can do it again yeah give me veto number Still two only with Joe Hart this time and we're gonna do it and he's gonna have the best year he's ever had yeah MLS <laughs> keeper of the year and he's gonna go back to Europe again and he'll make four or five million a year after that, that after we're that's done it with him. perfect we um we've we've written the I mean it's one of those maybe it's one of those like uh um Bad news bears type thing. One of those stories where like, all right, Joe Hart's down on his luck. He comes to Minnesota and like we're the we're the uh, feel good story where he gets back together. I mean, it's it's mighty ducks, but without the without him being a coach, it's yeah. it's and then be- the fact that you know preseason or training starts in what two weeks and we only have two goalkeepers, right? Yeah. Um. So um, I mean, I I I don't. I want Joe Hart to work just because of the black heart. You know, we can find some sort of heart to heart is what uh, um, Luke Craig uh, tweeted at me. What? So, and, it, and it rhymes with fart, so it just makes all the chants so much fun. Oh, yeah, that's good. I mean, it'd be I'm, better I'm, to be right. you know, him being an opposition player. I like, yeah, I like Joe Blackheart, but that's just me. That's good. No, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm in. No, so, but, um, but if we can get him, like, let's say we could get him for like what, like, Guzman money, like seven, you know, seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand dollars a year, somehow. No, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, I, I, I That's, would, I would. Is that? But, but is that? I mean, forgive me, but is that like a DP slot then? No, uh, no, that's a TAM slot. A yeah, TAM you slot? could, you okay. could, you could do that. Um, I, I, I guess, no, I guess I to me, it's, it's worth just like it, there's, there are keepers out there. I mean, the the problem is, then it's like, well. Maybe you shouldn't have let Bobby Shuttleworth go, right? Like, because you're just looking for another Bobby Shuttleworth then. Because finding a a uh, for sure improvement on the Bobby Shuttleworths out there isn't that easy. You know, they're, they're goalkeepers, good goalkeepers are hard to find. Um, and it's not like, 
you know, a center back where it's like you can go with someone who's good enough and just have them paired with someone who's really good. Like, you know, certainly Ike will save whoever it is their butt, but uh, I, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's very weird. I wonder if if we'll end up seeing Ranjit Singh play. Maybe they'll find someone in the summer or something. I, I hope not. Like, he's, but, like, he's had like what like three MLS starts. That doesn't really yeah. give you a whole lot of confidence, right? But then, I mean, what do what do you do with DSC, right? Yeah. What is what is your your long term plan? Like you you don't think he's ready now? Okay, so then you have to loan him out somewhere to be able to him to I be mean, able to get some reps. Ideally, you'd want but, to loan him but, out to a, like a USL Championship side for the entire season. Just be like, here you go, have yeah. a, have a go at it. Be the be the number yeah. one for all the entire yeah, but, season. But I I mean. Uh, you can do that with a right back like Carter Manley or something like that, and then bring him back a couple times. But no, a team needs to rely on their starting keeper, and so unless you, so you know, you can't get rid of him the whole because the second you have an injury, you're pulling him out, and then they're screwed and they're mad. You know that's why he didn't get time. Madison had to go find uh, someone who could start um, because you just you can't rely on that. So it's a it's a tough game to play with what to do with DSC. Uh, Dallas certainly uh, started. Uh, um, what's his name? Now I'm, I'm totally blanking. Who's their young goalkeeper? Anyway, um, you can do it and just be like, hey, you know, we're going to just hope that Ike keeps him uh, good and that we've got uh, really good kind of semi veteran backup goalkeepers who can kind of help bring him along. I mean, I think give him the first tournament, right? The first preseason tournament to, to test it out, see how he's doing, and then, then you can go in super panic mode. Yeah, and <clears throat> I want to talk about. So I want to do uh, the other watches because um, uh, Emeria is. Um, it sounds very good, but I know also like I've heard that it's not quite as far as long as the South American press is saying. But tell me about Emeria because I, I've just been relying on. I've just not been paying attention. Can to we anything. just get like a rundown of all the watches that are dead, <laughs> all the watches oh. that are still going? Well, let's do let's do Amarilla first, and then we can or Emeria, and then uh, we'll talk about Edison Flores and Michael because I know that they're dead watches. But. Yeah, uh, Emeria, like he um, is uh, from uh, uh, the rights for him is uh, Buenos Aires Club Velez Sarsfield. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, Sarsfield. Um, and he was loaned out to. Um, Universidad uh, Catholica in the Ecuadorian First Division for last year. Uh, ended up having, like, uh, was the golden boot, 19 goals and 24 appearances. Pretty fantastic. No and Carlos Velo numbers, though, right? No. No. Yeah. He's, he's, but, all, you know, he's, he's also not going to be a DP. So <laughs> he's, also, he's also, so he's 24. Yeah. And this is, you know, as a 24 year old or I guess 23 year old, that was his first. Uh, season of getting regular minutes. I think before right. it was like all under six hundred minutes. And, and the um, best thing is he's not Chilean, so that's the best thing. Yep, yep. That's that's a key thing. Although uh, we I know that that's big on Amos's list. Uh, you know his his like scouting map actually just he ripped Chile off of the map, which is crazy. So oh. there we go. There we go. Although he almost went to a Chilean club, like they almost beat us. Yeah, Colo to get Colo. Him. That's what Colo Colo stinks. Um, so I, I mean, I don't, I guess none of us, you, I know you watch a lot of Ecuadorian league, but don't feel quite as comfortable to, I, um, I watched this like 15 minute highlight. Yeah. How was the, what was the own to music like? Oh, it it was good. It was really good. Yeah. It's also turns out that, uh, Ecuadorian league, 
the quality of their pitches is not so great. Mm. It's a little bit brown. Yeah. But um So he'll but, be yeah. good at Allianz but, Field. Like, great. Yeah, it should be good. Used to it at least. But like I'm used to the divots. So sure. like, I mean, everyone looks like a god in their highlight reel. So yeah. he looks great. I mean He scored goals though in his yeah, highlight reel. Yeah, so great. With, and, and the nice thing is like he scored goals in like a number of different ways. He scored with his head and he scored with his feet. And like he could actually put them on goal. Did he do the Angelo goal? What's the Angelo goal? With his butt cheek, yep. oh, a hair I, on his butt cheek. I did not see a butt cheek yeah. goal. Yeah, well then we should keep Angelo around. Yeah. Um, so that the South American press is is like seems to say he's coming to town this week. Um, uh, it sounds like this this is probably going to happen. He's Paraguayan um, though, right? He's from Paraguay. Right? Yeah, he's from Paraguay. Yeah. Um, okay, Emeria is a that watch is like still alive. Very it's, very Defcon is yeah. high or low, whatever. It's um, Defcon two. So uh, it's at the top of the list. So and then what? What other ongoing watches do we have? Uh, I mean, there's obviously Heart Watch going on for yeah. Joe Hart. Uh, Benedetti Watch. Is Benedetti obviously- Watch is always going on yeah. because we need him more than ever. Because we Minnesota has not signed a elite DP level number ten yet, and we need one just to have a playmaker in the in the central attacking area. And so I am still hopeful. Okay. Uh, is that it? That's all. Uh, well, that's, uh, those are our watches. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the no, no, dead. No, Kevetta no, watch is still on for now. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. There's yeah, like that's the crazy one. Yeah, like. the drunk dude. Yeah, like he's the party uh, guy. He, like because like what he like went out drinking one night because with, with oh the, man the, the the Peruvian Twitter feed for this thing was just so freaking amazing. <laughs> like apparently because he's from Alianza Lima, right? He went out party celebrating that they won the championship and then people from the uh, supporters club confronted him at the club saying hey you should not be doing this right you are in the prospect of being called up to play for the national team this doesn't work this not, hasn't really worked out well for people who have done this before right and then they even called him out on twitter and then boom he gets he doesn't he gets uh, removed from the list of the uh, yeah because he showed up to the national team training session like hungover yeah. smelling of booze and um That's my got, dude. got sent home because he and he was going to be like one of the top guys on their uh, U twenty three team for the Olympics qualification yeah. he got sent home and I mean you can't find a finer example except for um, the one Chilean player who, sh- who she'll be name nameless yeah and so like of course like and. The only thing that makes him even like remotely Minnesota related is that like a year ago, back in like December of 2018, yeah, there was the there was like a rumor that like Minnesota and I think it was like uh, New York City FC, FC yep. were both like interested in him, but it didn't pan out. And then there was like a like back in November, some I think it was like Fox Sports Peru said something about like, oh, he's uh, gonna go to the MLS, uh, and they're like, oh, what team? Like, well, there's two teams that. We're after him before, so maybe it's Minnesota again. But like uh, this team and this team, yeah, I don't right? Know. Uh, Whatever. What? Remember that rumor from a year ago? Let's just throw that one in there again. Minahio. is that right. a place? I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, but no, but like, but then also apparently, um, uh, you know, some Brazilian teams were looking at him, and they're like, nah, the whole like drunken escapades didn't work out for the well, and there's well, it's not only that. It's just Orlando the fact should that you... sign him though. You know oh, that 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 would like be perfect. Where do you so think well. Pedro got yesterday went? <laughs> <laughs> no, and Nance in France is what's the rumor but right the, now. But the whole thing with with Quevedo is just the fact that you have to deal with his dad as his agent. 
Nance in France falls yeah. mainly on my pants. Pants, pretty much. <laughs> I thought you were going to say drop pants. Uh, but, yeah. um, uh, so Kaveda Watch is still heating up. Uh, dead watches. Uh, these Now our watches have ended. Edison Flores uh, goes to DC United for five point five, or five million. God, yeah, and apparently, a it's a, and apparently it's a four-year deal, too. So he's there for the long term. Great. It's, that is a steal. Michael, who um, we indulged uh, Eric to allow to talk about because it's just like he just wants to talk about Goyas. Um, uh, he went to Flamengo for 7.5 million euros. That's a lot of money. Wow. It's a lot yeah. of zeros. Good for him. Yeah. 7.5 million euros. Uh, yeah. I can't see Minnesota 49. So yeah, yeah. Good for him. So uh, anyway, um, I, now here, here's, the, here's the deal. We I want to preface this on saying like, Minnesota United, first of all, the, the uh, international transfer window just opened a few days ago. Uh, Minnesota United, by every season so far in MLS, has not really made signings. Other than we made Greg Ush in the last uh, December, um, we don't make signings until end of January type stuff. So this is totally normal, still annoying, but um, we go into this, and let's talk about these the positions. Striker, we've got Mason Toy and... Angelo was like, "You're you're on the way out." I mean, it was very obvious in the press, kind of saying. Right. And so. there were actually rumors uh, as of like the first week of January that um, America De Cali in um, Colombia was actually looking to sign him as their uh, like reinforcement striker yeah. for the 2020 uh, campaign. And then about three days later, they announced like their final three signings, and one of them's a striker, and it's not Angelo. And so okay. now we have nowhere to. But Angelo, um, so I mean, we can keep him on this season. We'll obviously have to sign another striker anyway. Um, but like, keep him on, and then you've got a player who like, abs- You've already demot- demotivated. Um, so it's not it's not good. Or you have to sign two strikers. Um, but the right. dude makes almost seven hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Like, that is two Miguel Abars. Yeah. Which I would much rather have two Miguel Abarras than one Angelo. Well, and I, I just want to point out, everyone's always being like, oh, well, you know, Christian Ramirez was sold for uh, 900000 and that's what we used to buy uh, buy Ike. And it's like, no, we used money to buy Angelo. Uh-huh. And look how that worked out. And An- now we're going to buy... Because Angelo's, gonna- I think, and, is, I, I don't know his exact fee, but like, wasn't it, I think his transfer fee was like $1.5 or something like that, which is why he was in the DP thing to begin with since his salary doesn't put him in DP, but like when you put his like salary yeah. combined with his transfer fee, that's why he had to be in the DP category. So, yeah. So, um, so we only have one striker we believe in and, and he basically had right. And then eight we still great have, games this year. Yeah. He had, yeah, th- and he he had a really good three week stint. And then yeah. we still have to figure out if, uh, Amarilla will, will, will materialize. And, into and, that something. Might, and that might be like a loan, which again, it, I guess what really frustrates me is like you jettisoned a striker who is going to get you 12 goals a year. And you went with a nobody who everyone was like, this seems like a bad deal, but we'll, we'll give it time. And then it turned out like, Oh, it's a bad deal. Um, And then you're going to go with another nobody who like you only have for a year loan. And it's just like, how do you build with that stability? If we imagine if we had not been having to fill some of these holes and we've just filled the defensive spots and now we've got to fill, you're just like 
it, it, you know, it's basically like a whack-a-mole trying to build a roster. Um, so that, that kind of frustrates me. See, um, I'm actually excited that it's alone just because you won't be saddled with another Angelo Rodriguez. It, but we've done this. Like we, you know, we like, it's like, yes, you know what? I, I love living in my RV and just living. I don't have any, uh, house payments or anything, but it's like, you know, at some point, like you want to settle down, right? We did that with, uh, freaking, uh, list them off. Jose Leton, Alexi Gomez, uh, Maximiano, Fred, uh, anyone else? Bob. Fernando Bob. Yeah. Oh wait, Fernando Bob is always, not Fred. Fernando Bob, who like the you name them off, who like just came in and like you can't remember him anymore. Um, and so that's where it's just like find people who are good, and if you find someone great to replace them, then do it. But don't find someone who's like maybe this guy could be good. He hasn't been good before, but like sure, uh, I'm I I can whisper magical words in his ears and uh, and make him great. Um, left wing, we have no natural left wing. Uh, we, our, our our depth chart is Robin Lud and Thomas Chacon. Um, I'd reverse that. I just mean, because yeah, Lude is not good on the left side, and that's the thing that comes down to like again, like with and I'm going a little bit off topic, like with uh, Mark Watson's comments about uh, our whatever the guy that we just drafted, I know a Billingsley, right? About him, he's like, oh yeah, he can play on the left, and it's like he has never once played on the left. Just like Lude has never once played on the left, but like, yeah. oh yeah, we got a left guy. Or like when we first announced that we're getting uh, Greg Goose, and they're like, yeah, he's a number six. He doesn't play number six, and they never yeah. actually played him as number six. Like, so apparently, like wherever like we get a guy, we say that he's going to play a position that he's never played before, and we're going to like this. This is our guy, and then he plays elsewhere. So yeah. again, Chacon, maybe he's our best on the left because he's wasn't supposed to be on the left. I don't know. I, I mean, he. Didn't even make the bench after he started in Houston. Uh, after that game in September, he never made the bench, which yeah, is I'd, like... I'd like to know what the game plan is for at least for that young guy to be able to figure it out, what, he, what he's able to report or what, 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 is the, what is the bar that they're going to put for him. Yeah. Right? Is it low? Is it high? You know, is he going to be, be able to contribute? Is that what's expected yeah. of him? Or is it just, you know, like, hey, we're going to let you just come off the bench every... Six eight games. Yeah, play ten minutes. And I, I want to talk about this in conjunction with the um, the number ten spot, which is the depth chart. There is Kevin Molino. Yeah, right? like we, we've got three guys who can play that spot: Robin Lud, Ch- Thomas Chacon, and uh, Kevin Molino. Um, none of them are really ever played there. Molino sometimes, I and mean, he plays it differently as like a second striker. I think he'd be very different than Lud and Chacon in that role. Um, I'm imagining Chacon. I, I I don't know shit about him because we've only seen him a bit. Um, so my question is like, do they sign if you're, maybe I'll ask you guys this. If you have, um, if you fill all these, you know, all these roster spots that we're just about to go through, you fill them with, um, decent players, right? Uh, startable players and you get one DP to fill in that. Who, 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 what is it? Number 10. You, you're saying that? For sure. Like, I, I don't. I I would rather have Molino be a depth guy because he could play on the right wing or as a ten. So I'd rather see him as a depth guy where like he can come in and kind of change the face of the game. Where let's say I mean let's say Lude is playing on the right wing and all of a sudden he's it's just you know not his day. 
Molino could come in, and then also you can yeah. have some, like interchange between him and whoever our DP number ten is, and they can get some routes going. And like I could see that working, and yeah. I would, I see Molino as like an amazing super sub, like granted an expensive one, yeah, but an amazing one. Um, uh, wh- wh- if you got one DP to fill in that, everyone else is is decent. Do you Striker, any- yeah. Look, let's just let's just look go by numbers. How many goals did uh, Darwin score last year? What, 10, 11? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Let's I, I just go like that sure. way, right? Uh, currently on our roster, the highest person to score most goals after Darwin leaves is Ethan Finley. Yeah. He had seven. And then and then we have Toy who had six. Yeah. And then I think Molino had no, and then Angela had five. Yeah. I mean, you're you're expecting a lot. You know, seven of our goals go from one of our wingers, one of our midfielders. Yeah. Like, are we expecting our midfield to score 12-plus goals? Yeah. When we had John Gregor score two, Ozzy score two, I don't think Molino even scored. So that's four from our center midfield aspect of it. I mean, um, it's, 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 it's a dire situation. If we're going to be a defensive team, let's be a defensive team up with someone who can score. Okay. I think you've convinced me on that. I, my, I was going to say left wing because we've talked about it on this show. Left wing, we have never had a starting left winger. We've always had our best left winger uh, over the in the MLS era was Miguel Ibarra, who, you know, he has played left wing. I think he's probably more of a right right wing guy or something. Uh, he's had the most success at right wing. Yeah, and so uh, anyway, put them there. Then you'd be forced to finally move these players who are being shuttled out to the left into their actual spots. Play Thomas Chacon and like give him give him a try. And because my problem with the number 10 thing is you're now signing uh, an, another person. You've got already a DP and a TAM player. Because Lud is TAM. Yeah. Um, you've got two guys who are who can play that spot in some fashion. And you're going to sign a third one to do that. And that just doesn't make sense to me. I, um uh, striker probably is is who they they should go with, which is why wait. maybe they bring in Emeria. They've got Emeria Toy, and then they buy a, a DP striker probably in the summer. Uh, you know, I don't think I don't think that we, we tend to do something. We always bring in like attacking players in the middle yeah. of the summer, yeah, just to be able to see how they do for the last yeah. half of the season. Yeah, it always, we need someone to burn energy for. It, so. Um, and so I, I think. Uh, uh, looking looking at the other spaces here, then right wing we've got Ethan Finley, Marlon Hairston, or Lude, or Lude, or or Molino. Yeah. But like if if we're thinking all these other people are allocated elsewhere, and then central midfield, I I feel, you know, you the Greg depth Ush. is not good. You've got Greg Ushalonzo and then Hassani back there. Like we need two other bodies because um, we lost Colin Martin, we lost uh, somebody else. Yeah, the, uh, um, that old guy from the oh, Timbers. Leaping, leaping Larry Old. Yep. Um, left back, we only have Chase Gasper. Uh, right back, we've got Metonier, Billingsley, uh, assuming we sign Billingsley. Center back is probably the only spot we actually have comfortable depth. That's the only good spot where like they don't need sun. And we back. don't have comfortable depth until like the fifth game of the season. Once yeah, yeah. The, right. You know. And so you've got Eichopara, Boxel, Coleman, Olmsberg. Uh, goalkeeping, you've got Dane St. Clair and Ranjit Singh. Um, so obviously there's a lot of holes to fill here. The, the, the tough part is you're filling, 
uh, you didn't have a draft to fill in bodies, which um, which is tough uh, because last year, you know, we or this year we only came out of it with one. Last year we came it with these bodies, and they happened to be really good. Um, and and the the weird part is like, why not keep some of these decent bodies around who at least you know you at least know what they can do. And I'm not even talking about the Miguel Ibarras. I'm talking about like the Colin Martins, right? Or, I mean, I see why they didn't keep Colin Carter Manley around. Um, right, but what about Old Man Larry, right? I mean, he was serviceable. Yeah, right. Can bring yeah. Him he back actually did a really cheap. good job. And yep. he, could, he could play center back or he can play the yeah, number just, six. And just have him like, have him take Hassani Dotson golfing all the time and teach him like sage wisdom. You know, like just, just like make make him as like a. Right, by golfing, you mean black light miniature golfing at the Mall of America? Is that a thing? Yeah, it oh. is. Oh, okay. I've been in the Mall of America in like 10 years, so. Well, I was there yesterday. Okay. So. Okay. Well, that's, there we go. Yeah, um, I know. And actually, Leap in there, like, I remember he has a, he's an amazing, like, nonprofit that he runs, too. Like, he's just yeah. a great person yeah. to have around. I mean, you put him on the league minimum and just keep him around. I don't see why he wouldn't do that. So. I mean, we could have. Eric Miller went to Nashville. So. Yeah. I mean, we could have. Yeah, if you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about that. It's just about little, you know. Yeah, we got fifty thousand for him though. Yeah. Which we definitely will spend. All on, all on like the, all at the at their at their restaurant, their family restaurant. That's what yeah. We'll yeah. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's take a break, and I've got twenty twenty uh, predictions we want to do. Twenty. I have a New Year's resolution that I've I've, I've been working. Out. I'm uh, I'm not going to tweet after on game days after games. Uh, I think that uh, it, especially when we well when we lose, especially is what I'm thinking. Because um, uh, I like I'm trying to like be more positive, and then there are times where it's just like you know you you're like oh I'm not gonna drink in January, and then you suddenly just you're like two bottles of Jim Beam in and you're like, I don't know what happened. Um, that's basically game day for me, just wallowing in like stupidity. So uh, that's that's like my new, new no thanks. But that's my New Year's resolution. But um, I didn't ask you guys to do resolutions. So if you have any, you're, you can... Okay, there we go. 2020... I've, I've been generally trying to be like cheerier on, uh, and more upbeat on Twitter. Yeah. Not, not as like... Oh, Heath is the worst type. I was like, oh, what are we doing? Like, be excited. Like, I could be, I have been throwing all my excitement behind Benedetti and all the other watches. Yeah. To try to keep me away yeah, from, yeah. like, being angry about, like, other things. I think, uh, you know, what's funny is, like, I, I get a lot of, like, stick for being a Heath hater. And I feel like it's people who don't actually listen to this podcast. Cause I've, I feel like I'm pretty much, like, there are times where I'm like, Here's my criticism. This sucks, but I'm just like I'm. I've been over being upset I about think you, it. I think you've accepted, yeah, Heath in the sense that what he is and what he will do. Every once in a while, when it's like you didn't put Miguel Ibarra on for at the last season, give him a last run out. Why didn't you use your last sub? There are times where I get very angry uh, and may have possibly flipped off Adrian Heath while he was doing his rounds. And, uh, <laughs> 
there is no there is no photo evidence. But if there but I feel is, like by the time I get to the podcast, I, I like you know my my anger is is, is lessened. Anyway, I, I but being positive is good. I'm try. I think last year I I followed through on my I'm going to be more positive uh, thing, um, and so I will continue that. Um, and you know, if you ever just need some like real just unbridled id. Heath Rage, and you're like, Wes is the 55-1 podcast. Just listen to the Daves I know. Zeller will, <laughs> Zeller will provide. So, um, so 2020 predictions. I'll start first. You guys go. Uh, the, these first couple are not bold. I, I was trying to think of something really bold. Last year, my bold one was uh, Romario Barr is going to be our striking starting striker by the end of the season. Which brings the question, right? Oh, yeah. What, what are we doing with Romario Barr? We spent money to get him. We spent more money to get him than uh, than uh, Angelo, than to get Angelo. Did we really? Yeah, we did. Wow. I mean, the thing that gets me about this whole thing. Is I don't like, know why it wasn't a DP. I, I, but that was like what I was told. So yeah. I assume it's true. I mean, none of us know what the the interlying discussions or issues were with the with management and the fact that he wanted to have his his girlfriend and children here. But if it's a visa problem. For someone who's that talented, what is real to hold up? What is a real issue, I guess, is my question. Cause, I mean, he, he seemed well, to no, do the, it decently. The, the, the visa issue is the same. Like, so basically, like, as far as visas go, and, uh, like, you, can either have a marriage, you can have a marriage visa and get your partner in that way. Or like, as far as non-married uh, partners, there's an engagement visa, which is only good for six months. So like, if you're not married, it is actually really tough to get a visa to have your, par- your partner come so into the Romario- U.S. You had like a like eight months to just pop the fucking question. Yeah, um, you you could I mean, just gone to Vegas quick. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a lawyer, but I I am on Twitter, Eric's available. and so I will. Yeah. I'll just say um, they should get that. Um, yeah, it is very weird. Um, he's obviously a talented player. Didn't quite fit here, but also or he never quite got going. But also, you can once you like learned the story, like oh yeah, you know he like is separated from his family. Would like to see them and. He's in a new country and doesn't speak much English, and so it's really freaking cold. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not the easiest to like do your job when like your life is lonely and miserable. Um, So uh, yeah, I don't know. The question is with Romario. Uh, Certainly, uh, if you got him back, the left wing answer would be uh, done, or the striker. You know, if you've got Amaria, a toy, and uh, and Romario. You know that that's that's something you can work with, um, or or if you think Romario is a left winger, I'm which is probably not, not. I'm still not sure. I don't I don't know. I, th- no, I he, thought I thought that he was just getting transitioned there more and more. He seemed to be much better as like the a striker and instead of on the, out in the left wing anyway. But again, you wonder like, well, once you plugged him into a normal team with like center backs and not Calvo as a left back, like right. Um, so. Uh, Predictions. These are these are really. I, I I was trying to think of some crazy ass thing to say. Um, Heath is going to be in charge at the end of the year, and that is why all of us just need to. Some of you are just like I like Heath, and you guys should shut up about it. But uh, the rest of us, um, which I don't think is a small group, um, should just like deal with it. Um, Minnesota are going to finish at the bottom of the playoff spots, like seventh, eighth. Um, Lud will not be on or get off the bench by the end of the year. 
That's Ooh, so. I like I, that one. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna That's ask you about a, I'm gonna yeah. ask you about about these players again. Uh, Christian Ramirez will score uh, 15 goals, and uh, I don't have a prediction, but I do wonder. Like, what will my question for you to predict is, what will Chacon be by the end of this year? Because I could see him being a huge just bust. Okay. J- yeah, you can. Okay. I. But, I, but I, 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 see, I don't. Know. I think. Um, John Gregorich was our leading assist, I think, with eight last season. Yeah. I think uh, if Chacon gets um, seven or eight starts, I think Chacon gets eight or nine assists. So you, wait, wait, are you, are you saying, you got you to gotta say it, there's no if, you got to say. Oh, Chacon wh- gets, if Chacon gets, Ch- Ch- Chacon will be our leading assist if he gets, I mean, he needs to get like at least seven or eight starts. Do you think he's gonna like get an assist a game? You think he's gonna be? I that? think he's. I think it's okay. more than possible. Well, then he's gonna if he gets if he starts getting an assist a game, he will get more than seven or eight starts. Right, exactly, <laughs> right. But he has to be able to get the playing time, yeah. right? I think. So what? He, do you, but I guess my question is: Think now. Do you think that that will happen? What is your prediction? This is going to happen. Well, that's no, your bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. That all right? He will. Get, he will be the leading assist scorer. That or, is my bold prediction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, give, give me something. Here. All right. Uh, we're gonna our striker, whoever our starting striker is gonna be, will actually be able to finish. They'll be able to put shots in the goal. It'll be great. Um, we're gonna get uh, a number ten who can actually be a playmaker, which is gonna take a bunch of pressure off of Lude and of Chacon. So we're gonna have Lude on the right and Chacon on the left, and those guys are just gonna be able to kind of work their magic. And I see Lude having like kind of like an Ethan Finley style season this year. Okay. So um, seven goals. Yeah, seven goals. Probably more assists, maybe. Uh, and I see Shakon like, if you have a serious playmaker in the middle, taking the pressure off him, and he can just kind of like do his thing on the left. If he needs to come back into the middle, totally can do that too, and kind of just like be a playmaker in ma- in, in waiting, if you will. And I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good if we can get the pieces in there in the middle. We're going to have. I think those two guys out on the wings are actually going to be good. And then we have Molino, and we got Finley, uh, and that whatever guy we got from Houston, and we got some depth, and I think we should be okay. And I'm being very positive about this, where I think our offense is going to be better uh, in 2020 than it was in 2019. This is some Hallmark family shit right now. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so how, what's the number of goals that you get? Someone Brooke for- just came home from her job in the big city, <laughs> and there's a little bit of tension we don't know if the father should be kicked out of the family, but he gets another couple of years. And, uh, and you know, and then she meets this guy at the hardware store. He, they knew in high, they knew each other in high school. Uh, they were high school sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually, that would be the, no, 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 they weren't sweethearts back in high school. They just, uh, he was the quiet one and he didn't have, he wasn't really in the cool. Right. Right. He's a quiet one. So like she knew him, but she didn't really like know that much about him until she came home later on after college. And then she got to know him. Disney plus once the, once the rights for Noel That would be, no, that, that, that storyline would be, uh, a Christian or Miguel, uh, being the success stories, but they're obviously gone. So I think instead this plot is more like, there's this like, new guy in town he's this very awkward european named robin and he's like uh oh and they <laughs> but they 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 get set up on a date and it goes terribly right he tries to score and he can't right he's like princess- he can only score like <laughs> off the post um uh with his back heel uh or whatever um uh and so and then like and then they they like somehow 
they they see each other again and then it finally works. That's some Hallmark shit. That is, yeah. that is an amazing Hallmark I just, uh, plot. You've just I know. Yeah. I, I just all, feel all like I, all I want to know is how many goals do you expect your forward to score out of that? Uh, ten. Like you have a you have like a fictional, like uh, it's basically just like a outline that you shoot at a target range. That guy's scoring ten goals. See, I, I all I'm saying is if you put, I mean, Lou, he's paid almost a million dollars. He's yeah. got to be good. Yeah. Like. He has to do something to be worth that money. I mean, and I think that you were like, he's got to be good. That sentence, let, we could unpack that for an entire podcast. We totally could. He does I think, not got to be good. I think we should at one point. <laughs> I think basically this entire show also, is, I mean, every like, week is devoted I mean, to that. I mean, the guy is, he's led his team to the um, European tournament. Like, he's going to the UEFA uh, Euros. Has he like, led it or participated? Either way, he's on the team. He's scoring. He's doing it. He, he, I, uh, I was. Uh, he has I not was, been uh, absent. I was. Um. Uh. We 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 finished fourth in high school in the the state volleyball tournament. Uh, I did not lead my team to that. I participated in in that environment. Did you start ball. every game? Uh, I did, but I definitely was called awkward by a TV announcer. So uh, well, I mean, you... <laughs> I know a little thing about. Being a, uh, a sports player, guys, you're, you're, you are uh, tall, so I am fucking awkward. I can't, I can't jump. I have like the weirdest jump in the world, and it's like, hey, anyway. but you, sir, can put the ball in the net. But no, I, here's That's the thing. Right. I, I just think you've, you've seen that you score. We have, seen you score. If you look at, uh, you know, our midfield when we got we got Gregus and we got Ozzy Alonso. And then our defense, our defense was good last year, and when everyone's coming back, if we get a goalkeeper, that's does okay, then we just need to basically fit in like someone, an attacking uh, central midfielder, yeah, and a striker, and we just need them to be serviceable, basically like guys that can come in and do their job, yeah. And then if they can do their job, then everyone else can do their job, and if everyone does their job, everyone can be successful. It would be like a I know thing. it just is hallmark. I know what you're saying. But it's not gonna happen. You never know. So that is your bold prediction that ma- fucking magic and like unicorns are gonna come out of Heath's nipples, and we will just suckle from the unicorn rainbow nipples. <laughs> no, of Adrian Heath. We're, we're gonna sneak into. We're gonna barely sneak we into will the have playoffs. a Similac version. No, if we have the defense we had and have what you're talking about, we are going to the semi fucking finals, buddy. I, if we had a, if we had a a, a good great DP. A goal scoring striker, every uh, fucking harmony, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, and Ico Para and Ozzy Alonso just like just knocking people over with with their like unicorn horns. We are we are going to the semifinals if that if if what if your vision. There's no way we we sneak into the playoffs with what what's happening. No, I mean at best we'll make it to the second round of the playoffs. Okay, that, now you're now you just fucking now ruined now you the, killed Hall- the Hallmark moment. Now, like now, like all of a sudden, there's an epilogue at the end of the Hallmark movie where it's like, oh well, uh, you know. I mean, we Bro- still have- Brooke and Robin got divorced three years see, later. See, and now I'm trying to be positive here. You're bringing it back to me, like because once I want we get you to be bold as shit, once we get I want to, a you big- to be like, if we sign a, a striker who will score 12 goals and a uh, a great DP number 10, we will make the finals. I want oh, you to do it. I want you to say that. If we sign super fucking Mario from Italy, Ooh. who has to put up with all the racist bullshit anyways, yeah. ha- bring him over here. All of a sudden, you got a guy who he'll score 10 goals just for Metonair's crosses. Just put him, out, put him up in the air. He'll knock him down in the goal. 
and then we can win. But we're not going to do that. So instead, we'll sign in a bunch of guys. They'll all do their job. We'll get in the playoffs. We might even sneak through to the first round, and then we'll lose in the second round, and it'll probably be his fault because it probably won't start our DP 10 for some reason. And this, the, Yeah, I'm just saying you So DP 10 is like pornographic thing. Yeah. And, and you know, in my mind, it's just Nicholas Benedetti. So it's yeah. like this whole if we vision have Nicholas just... Benedetti and Mario uh, uh, Balotelli, uh, we are winning the fucking MLS Cup. I know. So let's just do that. Let's just get the CBA to like. Let's get that all hashed out. Let me add a fourth DP. Hold on. Throw it in there. I'm just. I'm calling up Doctor yeah. Bill. Doctor Bill, you gotta hire us. Seriously, we got some good ideas. Yeah. Uh, Give yeah. us Mario and Nico. <laughs> we just need to add a fourth DP and just require everyone to have a young DP because we already got one, so that's not going to hurt us at all. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what else do we got? I, well, I have this final question. Do you have any other bold-ass predictions? Uh, related to Minnesota any, United or MLS? Anything. Um, Rui Diaz will, will win the golden boot. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not a podcast if Wes doesn't mention Christian Ramirez and you don't mention Rui Diaz. Hey, I don't, right? Um, I and you, think Flores, you mention Nicholas uh, Benedetti. I think, I think Flores will, will win the um, newcomer of the year. Okay. Uh, LAFC, CCL Fever, they're going to win it all. Whoa! Excellent. That's what the kind of shit I'm looking for. Uh, this is the lineup from the end, uh, from the, the playoff game last year, last game we've seen. How many of these players will be starting at the end of 2020. Obviously, Vito Manone is uh, not. Joe Hart! Um, Michael Boxall, Ike Parra, Roman Metinier, Chase Gasper, Ozzy Alonso, Jan Gregush, Kevin Molino, Robin Lud, Ethan Finley, um, Angelo Rodriguez. I assume we think that already the max is nine because Angelo and, and Vito are out. Um, I say this because you can look at the starting lineup at the beginning of the se- each season and at the end and it's always like four players um last year was a bit better how so how many of those guys you you think you think at the end of the season will the the back line be starting will be at the end will the back line be the same at the end of next season starting assuming there's no injuries no injuries so like by choice i think you have flexibility with the kiwi so I, i i would say probably three out of those four you think billingsley would would Oh, dude. We trusted a Kiwi before. <laughs> Look what no, that got us. The only thing with the back line, I see three of the four, but the only thing I see is that um, if uh, Gasper doesn't get over his like aggressive yellow card tendencies, where he gets yellow card every like two, three games, if he doesn't get over that, I don't see him finishing out the season as a starter just because like, he's going to be too much of a liability to just like, tackle and take people down. So. And assuming that, like, we might get some more depth again at the left side for him. But if he does sort it out, maybe the um, you know national team camp will do some good for him. Uh, yeah, maybe I could see. So you see a, a I, national I, camp. I give our back line a three and a half where there it could go either way with Chase. But I would say for sure three are coming are going to be finishing the season so, the way they start. So the midfield, midfield yeah, yeah, with Ozzy, Gregush, uh, like just well, just the rest, you know, Ozzy Gregush, Molino, Lud, Finley. How many of those do we think are are starting at the end uh, of the year? Because uh, I I think Finley is not. I think uh, and neither is Molino. And I think Lud is not. 
I think, I think that all three of those attackers will not be starting by the end of the year. I think Lude so will think, be. So, you, so we're saying Lude, we're saying, uh, we're saying Gregoosh, and we're saying no. Alon, Alon, Alonso. I'm saying only only Alonso and Gregoosh. And uh, I think even even Alonso, there's a chance that like this is his last year. He starts getting injured and Dotson's in by the end of the year. So I think there's a... I think... I will say I'm sure that Gregoosh will be there at the end of the year. The rest of them, I'm not sure. I think Alonzo probably. Uh, the other three, no. For me. I know you're... So you're more on, on Lud here, Mark. Yeah, I think... It's more it's more of a hope and a dream than anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think... Yeah, why not? And uh, But uh, yeah, Finley and Molino, definitely not. I could see basically... What Adrian Heath like did to Miguel Ibarra is what's going to happen to Ethan Finley next year. Just going to fall out of favor, stop getting time, and just going to eventually just end up the, the last like five, six games of the season just like sitting on the bench and yeah. not getting in at all. He's the last Minnesota player, right? Like Minnesota, Minnesota player? I mean, well, Coleman. No, uh, uh, yeah, Coleman. Coleman yeah, yeah. One, yeah. I mean, and also like he never, he like basically was born. In Minnesota, and then like immediately, well, that's because that's where the hospital was. You still claim him, so uh, yeah, but we do. So it's I, a rough I, claim. I, I think. Yeah. I think. I think Dotson, uh, Gregoosh are the ones that that will be finishing this season. Um, you know what? So uh, yeah, I just go back to the whack a mole thing of like. We finally, I think it's great. We have a, a defensive line that that looks good. Chase Gasper. Um, had some shakiness in his play last year, but like God, what a great rookie season! He's he's with the U.S. Men's National Team right now at Camp Cupcake, and so good for like good for him. I hope that like he improves. Um, you know, he's he's the one cop I trust, um, and so yeah. Anyway, I'm, that's positive. Let's uh, let's call it a day. We've got we've got. Angelo will not be starting at the end of the season. Oh, that is bold as shit. Yep. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, we we do have like I have in my calendar, um, February sixteenth is the first preseason game that will be televised. That's the Portland tournament. So it's sixteenth, nineteenth, and twenty second. I think which is uh, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. I think, but uh, it's in Portland, right? It's, uh... Or it's Sunday, Wednesday. Yeah, it's all in Portland. Um, and so, yeah, we'll have those game on games on the Wednesday one is like tough cause comedy. We'll just tell them that comedy's over at nine 20 and we'll take over the back. Um, so you can come and watch comedy and like get them be like out, out you fucking freeloaders who don't buy beer and just sit in my bar and tell your shitty jokes. You can hack a lot. beer people. <laughs> Buy beer. Yeah. yeah. If, if you're in a bar, you should buy a beer. Yeah. I mean, or, or soda. I don't care. But if you're there performing and like said bar is paying to have this performance happen, you buy a fucking soda even if you're sober. You just buy something. Buy a bag of chips. You put some sort of dollar bill on the... Every, yeah. for, everything from the deep fryer is delicious. Just get something from there. It, it's just amazing all right gentlemen thank you so much thank you listeners um i think i'll have an interview this week i at least have it set up and i think there's one more i want to get this winter so maybe we'll take off next week unless there's awesome news uh and just do an interview and then uh, i'll try to get that one last interview before the end of the before the, the end of the preseason and well you know two weeks from now we'll have we'll have news but thank you everyone i'll see you soon at uh blackheart or just uh you know 
on Twitter. Thank you. Hasta luego.